0: Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Have you recently gone and had your labs done and found out that your cortisol levels were completely whacked out? Or maybe you haven't had your labs drawn, but you are waking up tired and maybe you're feeling a little bit more energy in the middle of the day but around four or five o'clock you begin to crash again or maybe you are feeling wired and tired right when you're trying to go to sleep and you can't stop the mental chatter if any of these things are happening then you are in the right place because today's q a friday i'm going to be addressing a question that i get every single week and that question is sent in by melanie a lot melanie reached out to me because she has been struggling with feeling tired all the time and stress is always present in her day here is melanie's question my doctor just told me that my cortisol levels are really off and i've been so tired for at least the last six months is there anything i can do to fix my cortisol issue now this is such a great question because most of us are struggling with cortisol issues and if you're wondering Well, do I have a cortisol issue? Then I wanna share a quick assessment with you. Now I'm gonna be sharing some important statements in this assessment, and if you relate to two or three or more of them, most likely you could use a little cortisol support, which I'm gonna lay out today in this episode a little later on. So if you're ready, let's do the cortisol assessment. You find yourself saying, I gotta go, I'm running late, or I'm super busy. You find that your calendar is consistently overscheduled. You find that you're feeling upset or irritated when things change unexpectedly in your day. You feel irritated when obligations stack up and you're not able to handle them. You often feel overwhelmed by the lack of support that you have every day. You wake up feeling that there isn't enough time in the day to get everything done. You go to bed worrying that you did not finish your to do list. You frequently feel there's always something more you should be doing right now. You find yourself craving salty or sugary snacks in the middle of the day. You feel wired and tired, especially at night. You feel exhausted in the middle of the day around 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You can't turn off all of your thoughts. Your mind is racing when you're trying to go to sleep. You rarely feel like you're completely on top of things. And you get sick easily coughs and infections take a long time to resolve so did you get a chance to tally your score if so how did you do if you resonated with three or more then you are activating your stress response system more often than you think leading to deregulated cortisol levels now the problem is this non-stop sense of urgency drives the body into survival mode and we're just not meant to live like every moment we're life or death. Now, 90% of the time, I find that the main hormone that is whacked out is cortisol. And the thing about cortisol, in on the hormone hierarchy, cortisol and insulin are at the very top. I know so often we think that it's progesterone and estrogen, but they're actually at the very bottom. What happens when cortisol gets deregulated, it actually has a domino effect that it impacts Other hormones like thyroid, DHEA, testosterone, progesterone, estrogen, even co-elevates insulin, hence the abdominal belly fat that we can get when we're fully stressed out all the time. Now your body makes cortisol in response to stress, particularly perceived stress. And when we are handling a lot of things, we're overcommitted, we're overobligated, that means our cortisol is gonna be off as a result. Now high or deregulated cortisol levels absolutely wreck havoc in our body over time, depleting your happy neurochemistry such as serotonin and dopamine, robbing you of sleep and making you store fat, especially that abdominal visceral belly fat. High cortisol is linked to fatigue, food addictions, and brain fog the physical toll caused by increased levels of chronic stress can be extensive the activation of the hpa axis known as the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis also known as the stress response system changes how the body responds to short-term stress including cortisol release and an increase in blood glucose and free fatty acids in a chronic fashion these effects mount and become harmful considering the following from the Journal of Hormones in 2009. Chronic stress can lead to overeating, co-elevation of cortisol and insulin, a suppression of certain anabolic hormones. This state of metabolic stress in turn promotes abdominal visceral fat. Both the direct stress response and the accumulation of visceral fat can promote a ton of systemic inflammation and oxidative stress. In short, researchers feel chronic stress responses can create hormone changes that promote obesity, chronic disease states, and even increase mortality rates. Now the root cause of cortisol imbalance is the stress response system. So it's not cortisol that's actually doing this, we gotta look at the root cause of what's going on, and that is the hypothalamic-pituitary-adrenal axis. Now, when the HPA axis is upregulated because of too much perceived stress, that's when you churn too much cortisol, and the result, feeling like you're constantly racing from one task to the other, feeling wired and tired, you feel quick to irritation and anger, and you may experience weight gain due to cravings and a co-elevation of insulin inside of the body. Now since the root cause is usually the HPA axis, the key is we've got to reset that. So if we wanna get cortisol levels back in gear, we've got to work at the root cause, which is the stress response system. Any other attempts at fixing other hormones will likely fail in the long term because the HPA axis was not addressed. So if we want to address estrogen dominance, we want to address insulin issues, we want to address low progesterone, we've got to address the root cause. And it's usually always connected to chronic perceived stress. So what I want to do is I want to share with you my simplified protocol for becoming more objective about your stressors and balancing cortisol. All the suggestions that I'm going to provide are proven in randomized trials, which is the best evidence we have right now. So number one, we've got to notice when we're getting triggered, right? When we think about those statements in the assessment, it's it's when we're feeling triggered that we find ourselves getting in trouble and we end up pouring cortisol into the body. So you wanna train yourself to monitor for signs that the primitive reactive brain has taken over and is driving your thinking brain offline. You may notice physiological signs like feeling hot and sweaty, your face getting flushed, breathing becomes shallower and your heart is beating faster. You may feel a rush of anxiety or your thoughts may speed up. You may be stuck in a fearful way of thinking and unable to see a different perspective, and you may feel panicky and want to act impulsively. Now, it may take some practice to notice, but the more you do it, the easier it will be to get the brain on new pathways and to be able to help to regulate those hormone fluctuations. Step two is focus on your senses or your breathing. So once you notice that you're triggered, the next thing is to stop what you're doing, take a deep breath, and focus on taking charge of your physiology. Focus on your senses, like focus on how your body feels, movement, move around slowly. That will help you recover from any type of freeze response, right? When you're feeling overwhelmed, we tend to freeze. If you can just move your body and kind of just just get it out, get it distracted, you will find that you will reset the freeze response. Now, if you're in a fight or flight response, that ultimate survival response, the best way to calm is to slow down your breathing and breathe into your belly. So taking those deep belly breaths, like six counts in, six counts out. This activates your parasympathetic nervous system to put the brakes on the autonomic nervous system, which is running at the same time as the hypothalamic pituitary axis. So that's also a part of the stress response system. Now your brain, when that happens, perceives safety and sends signals throughout the system to stop producing cortisol and return to baseline. So simply breathing will literally shut the system down. And a proactive option is to send the brain safety signals even before you ever find yourself experiencing stress or panic. Safety signals to the brain are powerful and effective. They tell the brain that everything is okay and there's nothing to panic about. Safety signals come in the form of self-care, meditation, a walk outside, breathing your favorite essential oil like lavender or bergamot. And I'm gonna be sharing some of my favorite tips and self-care in just a second. And number three is to reach out to a friend or family member. I know we're still in isolation in many parts of the world, but texting someone, calling somebody, Zooming someone, whatever helps to relax your body and really allowing us to feel supported today we are very blessed with video technology that allows us to talk to friends and family in distant locations that means that even the elderly and individuals at high risk who are being socially isolated can benefit from you connecting with them when you connect with the person you care about this calms down the fight or flight and instead activates your brain's social engagement system And then number four, bookend your day with morning and evening rituals. You know how important it is to activate the self-care. It's critical to reducing stress levels. Honestly, I wouldn't talk about self-care so much if I didn't think it was a non-negotiable for you, me, and everybody, but especially women who have more on their plate than they think that they can handle any given day. Now, the beautiful thing is, is there's all different ways to do self-care. It could be affirmations. It could be just breathing deeply. It could be grabbing your favorite essential oil and putting it on in the morning, first when you wake up and throughout the day. It could be eating right, hydrating, movement. I think movement is such a great way to do self-care. And again, it really distracts the body and sends beautiful safety signals to the brain. Gratitude. So I do gratitude journaling in the morning. And then I do, I have a crystal that I have at my bed bedside. And then I do gratitude prayers with my crystal before going to bed. So I bookend my day, my morning, and my evening with gratitude. Also, like I said, day setting, meditation, journaling, any and all of these things are super, super helpful to helping to create a more relaxed body and to ensure that you are not over-triggered by a perceived stressed circumstance. Now for evening rituals, I talked a little bit about one of my favorites, but you want to practice sleep hygiene, diffusing calming essential oils, reading a really good novel, listening to a calming sleep meditation, putting away all electronics before going to bed. Definitely do not check your email and maybe even doing an Epsom salt bath. Whatever, whatever you've got time for, at least make 15 to 20 minutes before going to bed. If you race into bed like a Tasmanian devil with lip gloss on you are going to find yourself in the mental chatter zone and that is never going to be able to get you to sleep the way that you want. So other strategies that I want you to consider is just using calming essential oils. And if you're looking for recipes for stress, fatigue, and brain fog, I do have a special little bonus for you today. I have my favorite hormone blends cheat sheet available to download. The blends are so easy and they are so effective. You can grab them in the show notes for episode 197. Also, if you can afford it, Or maybe you have someone in your house, get a massage once or twice per month. My husband's always kind of working out all the nasty tension in my neck and shoulders practically every day. And I'm really grateful because, you know, right now a lot of us don't have access to massage therapists and it's just nice if someone can just kind of work a little bit on that area for you, even for a couple of minutes limit alcohol and caffeine, ideally switch to green tea, which contains L-theanine, an amino acid that reduces stress without sedation. If your symptoms do not resolve, then it's time to step up the game and bring in powerful supplementation. Now, I've formulated a really incredible supplement I'm super excited about called Adrenal Support. well, it's called Adrenal Love, but it's an adrenal support blend to help balance cortisol and the stress response system. Again, we've got to focus on the root cause and that is exactly what this supplement is. I've been so excited to formulate this blend and I'm really happy that we finally released it this month. So it contains methylated B vitamins, vitamin C, ashwagandha, rhodiola, American ginseng, and licorice root. These are the most effective adaptogenic herbs and I'm excited to have it all in one formula. Now, I will have the link to the Adrenal Love blend from my Essentially Whole supplement line in the show notes for this episode. And then also make sure that you're taking full-spectrum methylated B vitamins. They're so necessary for your mitochondria, which makes cortisol, by the way for hormone pathways to function, and for your liver to continue to run phase one and phase two liver detoxification pathways. Methyl A, B vitamins are so clutch for managing hormonal imbalance and highly absorbable magnesium biglycinate. So you wanna make sure you have that as well. It's involved in 500 plus reactions, including mitochondrial support, cellular support, and it helps to boost energy and relax the mind when you're going to bed. So I recommend taking the methylated B vitamins at any meal and then the magnesium at night. Now, my Essentially Whole supplement line carries these two as well, and they are bundled up and on sale for a limited time. So it is a good time to get these two supplements together, try them out and see how they do for you. They have been working wonders for hundreds of people who've gotten their hands on them, and I take them every single day. And I will have the bundle link in the show notes as well. Now, the goal with all of this today is to be consistent. I can't emphasize this enough. If your hormone levels are off balance, No surprise, it's going to take a moment to get them back on track, especially the most important hormones, cortisol and insulin. Aim to focus on supplementation, self-care, and lifestyle changes for 90 days. And honestly, if you want to continue to feel good, you've got to adopt these new healthy changes as a way of life. Because if you don't, you're going to find yourself back at square one. The reason why I've adopted all of these habits, all of these changes, is because... Not only did I want to, but I'll be honest with you, I had to. I had ruined my cortisol response system. I had completely deregulated my stress response system. And it has taken me a long time to get it back on track. And I'm just not in a, a place where I ever want to create that level of imbalance again. So, your health is always going to be defined by the many choices that you make every single day. There is no magic bullet, and the journey never stops. So I hope that you can take the recommendations that I provided you today inside of this episode. It's really everything you need to get started. That's how you're going to be able to get your stress response system back online, and to balance out cortisol. It's not so simple as it's just up or it's down. It's more complicated than that. There's cortisol metabolites. There's total cortisol in the system, how it's being broken. Broken down, it gets really nitty gritty. But just note that whether you know the ins and outs of how cortisol works in the body, or how it's produced, or how it's released, the point is, is that lifestyle is what you need to get it back on the straight and narrow. So thank you so much for stopping by and listening into the Essentially You podcast. In this upcoming episode on Tuesday, I'm excited to bring Dr. Jane to the show. She's going to be sharing how to let go of our inner perfectionist. Oh, this was a powerful interview. I can't wait for you to hear it. And until then, have an incredible day.